0: Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. As Drew Pearson would say a week ago at Canton Hall of Fame of the Dallas Cowboys, uh as we are back here on the Mount Steel podcast right now, uh, two weeks of preseason games played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Officially across the NFL, Uh, it has been week one for NFL teams uh, kicking off right now. And uh, outside of that, too, you got HBO's uh, Hard Knocks right now featuring the Dallas Cowboys uh, this year. I actually saw the first episode a couple days ago, uh, pretty impressive right now. I watched some of the things, but that's not what we're here to talk about. But we are here to talk uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, first two preseason games right now, uh, second week being wrapped up. Two and zero in the exhibition, uh, and of course, million dollar question right now. I mean, outside TJ Watt's contract, the quarterback battle right now is Dwayne Haskins doing enough uh, to keep the pressure on Mason Rudolph and supplant him as the legit number two backup to Ben Roethlisberger this year? Uh, I think it'd be a little interesting as it as it gets a little closer. There's some around to the scope outside of Andrew Philip of 937, three seven the fan. We actually seem to think that Mason Rudolph may be able to hang on to the starting job. But I got to tell you right now uh, from watching so far, I feel like uh, maybe he would get the edge. Only reason for this is because he does have the one-year contract extension with the team. And I just don't see right now how much that will generally hold for a guy like Rudolph. Because I think Rudolph right now at the end of the day, listen – I mean, he is getting another chance to stick, stick around, try and prove his worth. I mean, I would anticipate, I mean, Mace real holding on to that if, if I were to say right now. But I got to tell you right now, Dwayne Haskins is definitely making it pretty darn interesting for the time being. And the thing is, too, you got to look at it right now. I, mean, I know Mace real have had a little bit of a falling off a couple of years ago in 2019. I mean, it doesn't help matters, too, when you have to go Devlin Hodges, especially when he was struggling in a few games. I mean, in that year, I think Roloff had a solid showing. But let's be honest, too, I think Devlin Hodges right there, too, who was able to fill in, like, uh, shortly after that Browns game in the Bengals game at halftime in Cincinnati of 2019. We saw how they got rolling just for a little bit. It was only for three games at that point. But he also had a good game against the Chargers, too, uh, that season on uh, Sunday night football earlier in the year. And I want to say that was right there, too. That was like their uh, sixth game of the season, I want to say. Sounds about right. Early October. And uh, that was right before they had their uh, bye week where they went on to face the Miami Dolphins on Monday night football. And – there you had it. I mean, I, I felt like Ruloff right there. I mean, he definitely was proof of ups Ever since Miles uh, Garrett incident, but, I mean, he's been still holding his feet uh, strong and still trying to make a case why he deserves to be that uh, guy, the backup Ben Rossberger. I mean, listen. I mean, Mike Tom was a guy right now. I mean, you look at a guy like especially in Kevin Donson right now. I mean, who's, who says he's got to earn the number one uh, spot when it comes to uh, this year as far as Dotson being the left guard right now? I mean, in that position. And you, you look at, like, right now, like, with everything that has been happening right now, I mean, for the most part, I mean, more and particularly uh, for this time being, I, I really believe right now, I mean, Mike Tomlin, he's definitely saying a message uh, to all his players like he usually does. I mean, one man's uh, missed opportunity is another man's uh, uh, fortune, I guess, to uh, grab the opportunity. But we'll see how the role roll uh, for right now, but I anticipate right now, listen, I think that's the way it should be, I, I think, for this year. I think that's the model you have to set when you're going to be uh, going into a year. I mean, not just uh AFC North uh division I mean winners once again just be in the playoffs, but one last crack at a legitimate Super Bowl run here. And for for the most part, I mean for the first couple of games, I gotta say right now, uh let's get into it right now. It's, uh for the opening drive here. Uh we're gonna be talking about uh Mason Rudolph uh versus Dwayne Haskins and Joshua Dobbs. I mean uh Mason Rudolph in this past uh week's uh game versus the uh, Philadelphia Eagles in Lincoln Financial Field, the Steelers did win that game 44 to 16. Uh you saw uh Mason Rudolph, he went 0 for six in two games uh without any scores as we uh take a look at it in the quarterback uh battle. I mean for the, the totals for this right here, 0 for I mean in uh scoring drives right now. I mean basically, I mean 0 for 6, I mean, for, for the most part, uh, when you look at it. I mean, you got Dwayne Haskins on the other hand, too, in 11 scoring drives. He has uh, at least five touchdowns, two field goals, seven for 11 right now, uh, scoring about 64% of the drives, I think, in scores. Then you also got uh, Joshua Dobbs right now, too. He is one out of five with a touchdown pass, I mean, he didn't really get much snaps, especially uh, playing time in this game versus the Eagles. They didn't come to like, around, like, fourth quarter-ish. But still, I mean, you look at the uh, comparisons up to this point right now and where they all stand at, uh, where the cards fall. Uh, you got right now, uh, at the time being, as we take a look at it. Mason Ruff, he stole uh, top of the pecking order with QB rating at about 104. Then he got – uh, Dwayne Haskins at 94.3, and Josh is about 81. And just give me an idea, but I think that's one interesting thing. I think Andrew Filipponi is very wise to point out right there. You're having uh, drives are resulting in scores for the most part. And I think if you're going to be, I mean, a guy like Rudolph, I think you have to uh, hammer that point home a little bit. And uh, Mike Thomas did mention too that Ben Roethlisberger he is going to be uh, probably getting like a, his start uh, the following week versus the Philadelphia. I mean, not the Philadelphia Eagles, but the Detroit Lions when they host them in Heinz Field uh, next Saturday at 6:30 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. That'll be the kick the kickoff for the Steelers. Let's double check that right now. One second, just to confirm that. Uh, no, it'll be at 7:30 p.m. It, no. It's, 30 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday, August 21st. Uh, they will be hosting the Lions in that game. So, uh, again, I hope everyone's uh, enjoying the weather right now. I uh, just got to say I uh, took a little bit of uh, some time off right now, but uh, just got back from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, I got to tell you, that weekend was uh, spectacular. Uh, couldn't have been any more than I asked for as a Steeler fan, uh, being in attendance right there. Uh, Troy Powell-Malegang is uh, re- receiving his gold jacket before the start of the 2020 class festivities. He had the mystical jacket ceremony, which was the night before, I believe it was. But then I uh, just saw the beautiful speeches right there, in there. And I think uh, for Troy Powell-Malegang to even say what he said in his Hall of Fame, to be considered to make sure you tr- treat the uniform with the respect and tradition that it deserves. And the ultimate respect, just maybe, just maybe you can hear from a great player that, hey, you could have played with us. I thought that really stood out for me from uh, Troy Palomaro right there too. Of course, I think the biggest funny story too was how uh, that always goes around, including at the end of his rookie season back in 2003. uh, He was being uh, written about by most people in the media as a first-round bust. And as everyone is aware of that story, Bill Cowher even tells it too when he interviewed him, when he got – inducted into the Hall of Fame uh, the day before the Super Bowl uh, 54, back in 2020, was he says, you know, I don't care what they're uh, saying about you. I still think uh, you're doing just fine. He goes like, what, Mr. Rooney, they are still talking about me? I, I just felt like oh, that stuff really continues to stand out right there. And it was just it was just awesome all around. I mean, I was I was very surprised once again, too. I, Bill Cowher gained the opportunity to speak last in the Hall of Fame, the closeout of the 2020 class on Saturday night. Now, I know a lot of people were definitely cracking jokes about or taking jazz about the eight-minute speeches. Yeah, I mean, but when you got TV involved and ratings, I mean, I mean that's the risk you're going to run to. But I, I will say this, and I love the night theme setting of the Hall of Fame, but if you're going to allow guys a little bit more leeway to speak longer as you would expect, why not just start a little bit earlier? Why not move back maybe two hours earlier? Maybe do it like at 4.30 p.m. I mean, so what? I mean, you get like six, six and a half hours just to hear the emotions, the moments from these players, uh, contributors who have been in here, coaches. And that's what it's all about. Unfortunately, I think some people kind of felt cheated they didn't get to hear more. But, but I'll be honest with you, I mean, like Bill Cower too. I mean, just uh, out of respect, too. I mean, he didn't necessarily have to name specifically players in general. I mean, just all the people that they play for him uh, definitely helped set the culture right there. And he was definitely very proud of that. I think my very favorite story of Bill Cowers was how he said uh, Dan Rooney uh, handed him rosary beads. And that was that Monday going into Super Bowl Forty. Or they won the one for the fun against the CL Seahawks eventually. Uh Jerome Best, who went out on top, of course, uh retired following that game. And Bill Coward was like saying, you know what, Dan, I've never been a Catholic or anything in my life. And he go, and it's like uh I, I I never did this before. And Dan really says it doesn't matter. Every little bit helps. And I think when he closed out the Hall of Fame, I acknowledge Dan and Patricia Rooney. Uh, the matriarch of the ruling family, I believe it was, who passed away earlier uh, this year. And, Of course, I mean, man, shout out to his uh, wife, uh, Marie Schottenheimer, to I mean, his former wife, uh, Kay. Uh, how he just said, like he still felt them in spirit at the end of the day, and I thought that was just uh, very sweet right there. That ended out. But back uh, to the quarterback battle right now. I mean, listen, I, I will say this. I think the momentum right now is in favor of Dwayne Haskins. I, I, I just feel like Dwayne Haskins right now, out of three, I mean, let's just think about this for a second. He's getting a little bit more of the leash versus the other two quarterbacks simply because everyone re- remembers how much it was disastrous in Washington football team. I mean, how he started off there he did not really have the rosiest of times there performing. I mean, when you look at, I mean, how he came out, I mean, a first round pick uh, 15th overall selected by the Washington football team back in 2019. I mean, seven touchdowns, seven of receptions is a uh, rookie season. And then five touchdowns, seven of receptions of uh, the second year. I mean, he's only had uh, one fourth quarter and game lane drive a piece each of his first two seasons, And, of course. I mean, when you look at uh, last year too, he only started six out of seven games, so that goes to show you how much, I mean, patience was wearing to them right there. They had the maturity issues during the COVID year, but a lot of people are definitely looking at Washington football team too. I mean, Ron Rivera. I mean, definitely trying to restore some law and order and respect and pride and tradition as they transition a new wave of football after going for the name change. I listen, I I think right now for a guy like Dwayne Haskins, I mean, either way, I mean, they have like their issues with their own. Uh, That was before all the, the women accusations of being abused in their sexual harassment or just harassment of employees who worked for that organization. And to be honest, there's been quite a few bad vibes uh, following that area. And I think a lot of people look at it right now, listen, I mean, it's like, hey, you know what This probably isn't doing you any favors to be surrounded by all this negativity. Why not come over to the Steel city? I mean, we still, I mean, looking at it as possible, who's to say, will he be a a sole hair, sole heir for a guy like Ben Rossberg once he decides hanging it up? I will tell you that, Joshua Dobbs, I do not see him uh, staying on as an our quarterback on his team. I mean, you look at the depth chart right now, I mean, for the Steelers right now, behind uh, Rossberger, Rudolph, Haskins, Dobbs. Dobbs, no question in my mind, he's going to be the odd man out at the quarterback. Now, will they keep him around for a special type of player? use this guy for wildcat plays, wild plays? Why not use him as a returner? I just do not see quarterback material in this guy going forward. I do not think it's a good fit. Josh Dobbs, I mean, and also, too, when you look at the biggest things, too, I mean, with these two uh, quarterbacks, I mean, in these uh, last couple of games right now, especially uh, this past uh, Thursday, Brian Haskins, owned the three quarterbacks, he was the only guy that was able to score in the end zone. Two out of three uh, for the night. As a team uh, for the Steelers, they went two for four in the red zone, first to Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, Dwayne Haskins accounted for 67% of those scores in the red zone. I mean, that is impressive so far right now. And then he was also, I mean, Dwayne Haskins in this game. I mean, listen, I mean, he did what he had to do, 161 yards passing. And then also 108.3 uh, QB rating in that game. So, once again, who do you guys got going as official backup uh, to Ben Roethlisberger? I'm going to say for right now, uh, until Dwayne Haskins uh, does it at least two more times, give me uh, Mason Rudolph. I think Dwayne Haskins, he has to have at least two more performances like this. Maybe one more convincing one. Because when we look at the Steelers' remaining uh, games going into this right now, following the Detroit Lions, they'll wrap up their preseason game like they usually do. Uh, in Carolina uh, versus the Panthers. They'll be on a Friday at uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. So, once again, who is the backup quarterback in your mind to Ben Do You guys uh, are going to securely give it to Mason Rudolph, give him the edge? Do we got a new uh, king of the throne to uh, take that spot from Rudolph to be holding the clipboard beyond Ben Rosberger and Dwayne Haskins? Or maybe Josh Dobbs. I don't think it's going to be Dobbs, but I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, you guys, once again, you guys can follow me on social media, on Twitter, at MountainSteelCGR, and on Instagram, at Nation. Hey, man, be on the you though. blink, i cut your eyelids off. Don't you oh. blink? I got you. Let's go.